0: for
1: him to not do ain't no pussy fried chicken pussy fried chicken Hello, welcome to a very special oscars edition of the doubled feature podcast the stars are out daniel max all the stars are here they're all here it's Oscars. It's, it's Oscars. The Oscars. It's award season. You've I, been waiting for it. People have been asking us. We've left, never right, talked about
0: a new movie at all, but we're talking about the Oscars. Talking about the
1: Oscars. Uh, Hollywood's biggest night. People are clamoring for this episode. I can't believe she wore that. People are clamoring for this episode. The Oscars, when this episode comes out, will be two or three days away. Jason Derulo just fell down the stairs with the Oscars. He's I can't still believe falling. It. God. But I was crazy when that happened. I've been walking around our fine city. Yeah, and people are stopping me on the you're streets. Talking about La La Land, you're talking.
0: You're yeah. talking about Hollywood, right? Yeah, where we're,
1: we record this. Yeah, we're at. Yeah, we're in the studio. Right I've been now. I've been walking around the town. and people are people are literally grabbing me by the shirt. Yeah, tearing holes in every piece of clothing I have, saying, when's the Oscar episode? When's the Oscar episode? So don't... There's a pandemic. Stop touching me. Yeah. Do not touch on me. And guess what, folks? The Oscar episode's right now. What? Right off the bat. It's today. It's today. Holy shit. So let's do What You've Been Watching real quick. We're going to get it right out of the way because we've got a special edition of What You've Been Watching. There's just everything... Everything this That's episode Oscars, is a special. Can you edition. drop in Oscar's music? Uh, yeah. Okay, I think.
0: What? Okay, do it yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Nice. Wow. Oh wow! All the stars oh. are here. All
1: the stars are here. Um. So real quick, Okay, Glenn close. I I've been watching some. Are stuff. the stars gonna be there? Yeah, they told everybody like you can't accept an award uh through Zoom. Is that true? Yeah, they literally are not letting people accept oh. virtual awards what if all the stars die uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no uh just real quick um we watched kong versus godzilla together very good we won't great. really talk about it just a big dumb monster movie it's a lot of fun we yelled over it a lot we, we yelled over it a drinking
0: lot beers with the boys yelling over the movie had a great time
1: i watched some other things not going to go into them because we want to get right into our oscars part of what you've been watching and there's that oscars music just dropping yep again. it's still going again <laughs> Every time we say Oscars, it's gonna there it goes. Who will take Hollywood's greatest prize, the Stanley Cup? <laughs> uh, but something that um, did happen just last night, as we so sit here in the studio, that in that happened. Uh, is that I've watched the first two Mummy movies, which means I got to watch all the Mummy movies, mm-hmm. the Brendan Fraser mummies. Do you also
0: have to watch the Scorpion King movies?
1: Well, I thought yes. We thought, yes, Kool-Aid and I were like, oh, we'll watch The Scorpion King because that falls in line. Right. It's kind of like a spiritual sequel to The Mummy 2. Right. Well, one thing we didn't think about until we were like 10 minutes into the movie is that that opens the can of worms of now i got to watch three more Scorpion King movies. Right. Scorpion King um, spun off successfully. Yeah. Well, sort I of. Mean, the second one, made Scorpion King movies. 2 didn't come out until two, like six years later in right. 2008. Um I was just talking to Kool Aid. Are they all like direct to video after that? Yes. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely direct to video. And the saving grace is there's a bunch of wild people. You watched The Scorpion King. The Scorpion King. 2002's The Scorpion King starring Rock the Dwayne Johnson. (laughs) um, Big boy. Big boy. Uh, Some other people. The guy who plays the Sheriff of Rottingham from Robin Hood, Men in Tights has a very small role in the beginning and then is immediately killed by his son. I can't even think who that is. Uh, his name is like Stephen Reese or Oof. something like that. It's something not like important. That. But Dan, the reason we're here... I hear that Oscars music. Roger Reese is his name. Uh, The reason we're here and what you've been watching is you have watched... I've every most of- oscar <laughs> nominee almost every oscar nominee yes i've correct. watched like
0: everything for major categories um the only thing i haven't seen and i don't know if i will see is uh the only nomination for hillbilly elegy is actress in a supporting category or supporting role i don't know if i'll get around to that i think that's just kind of like they're just kind of giving glenn close one um yeah I don't, I don't even know what that movie is so i'll I believe everybody was mad about it. It's Ron Howard directed Netflix original movie. It's some sort of I don't know. It's just about I think it's like girl goes back to her hometown or something and sees like ruminates on her hillbilly roots. And I think it's at least like mildly offensive and like not good at all. But it's like it seems like one of these like Oscar plays. It's Amy Adams and Glenn Close, like truly great actresses uh um, oh okay i know the amy
1: you said amy adams i think ron howard amy adam's one of our finest living actors I ron howard much like uh happy days has jumped the shark completely um <laughs> I, think yeah, I think he's totally well lost his touch yeah. um it was probably somewhere around the da, Vin- movies, the da vinci ron code howard. that he just kind of like fell apart and just started doing like whatever the fuck he was like He's, he he's does a weird he's shit. a blank check director. He he's, can do whatever the fuck he wants. Okay, that's not our podcast. We that's can't say p- that.
0: Uh, <laughs> a I mean, better it's
1: a g- movie podcast. <laughs> it's a good phrase. <laughs> it is. Um, he can just. I mean, he's got free reign to do whatever the fuck he yeah. wants. He's and, a, he's like Hollywood's closer too. They just like bring him in to yeah. like fix shit up or like oh, Disney yeah, Ron brought Ron him Howard. in to finish solo just because like <sighs> Ron Howard has nothing to prove and they can just be like Ron Howard. This is the movie we want. Here we, the suits at Disney, want this movie. Make it, and Ron Howard goes, "Yeah, I don't give a shit. You're paying me, whatever. Don't Fuck me it."
0: Fucking started on Solo.
1: We're not. That's not what we're here to talk about. We will bring up Rogue One later, though. So what we're gonna do
0: uh-huh.
1: is that for at least Best Director, Best Picture, Actor, and Actress, because there's gonna be a lot of close crossover there. Yeah. Dan is going to. I have seen only maybe one of these movies, and I think it's one of the movies we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Um. He's gonna kind of give me sort of brief synopsises on it, and judging no, by that, no, I'm no gonna put my picks. No major spoilers. No major spoilers. Literally, I'll, just I'll kind give of my like,
0: actual picks too.
1: <laughs> yeah, Dan's I gonna give his actual picks. picks. I'm gonna give my picks based solely on what Dan tells me, and I think mm-hmm. you are also going to give us some of your picks for other categories, and we will document this and probably put a picture of it on, or like a pics of it, on Instagram or Twitter or something, and then maybe like live tweet along with the show and see if we're right or. I might do that. I'm gonna be sitting at work, so like, mm. I'm gonna have nothing but time watching the Oscars. Man, I can't wait to watch the Oscars that are happening here in our glorious right here city
0: of Los Angeles. In Los Angeles, California, um, where we Max, are. Next, so let's get into. I'm yeah. just on the Oscars website. The order they have stuff in. Actor in a leading role. We've got. Our boy, Riz Ahmed, Sound of Metal, the movie we are reviewing today. Uh, my pick for Best Picture. I love it so much. I'm getting ahead of ourselves, but uh, uh, Riz Ahmed, Sound of Metal. We That's got, one you get for free. We got the late, great Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. We've got Anthony Hopkins for The Father, Gary Oldman for Mank, and Steven Yun for Minari. Um, all great performances. Max, you've seen just Sound of Metal, right? Just sound of metal, correct? Yeah, yeah. uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, like giving like a little plot synopsis. You right, don't, I guess. necessarily have do whatever you want. This, um, uh, weird, weird movie. It's like based on a stage play, and that's the biggest failing of the movie. Um, Chadwick and uh, Viola Davis are both fucking incredible in the movie, but uh, uh, the movie's not that great because it just feels like a stage play still, um, like to its detriment. Um, I think there's a decent chance that Chadwick wins this one, like, in, uh, in his
1: memory. Um, I'm, I'm he's gonna, incredible in it. Chadwick's going to be my pick for this. Okay, cool. Because I, I, I think that will play a factor. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm sure, I haven't seen the movie, I'm sure he deserves it, because Chadwick Boseman was just an incredible actor in his own right. Yeah. Uh, but I think he's, the fact that it's going it to be anyway. like a post-mortem thing yeah. is going to kind of put him over the edge uh, uh, over some of these other people. It's real possible.
0: Uh Anthony Hopkins in the Father. This movie actually really surprised me. Obviously, Anthony Hopkins is good, but it's a um movie about him uh uh suffering dementia. Olivia Coleman is his daughter, um, like taking care of him. Um it uh it like changes form and stuff. Um
1: <laughs> <laughs> the dog has come in here. Yeah, they have
0: in the stew. Ricky Bobby is here. Um yeah, it plays with time and like his perception of time and jumps like back and forth and stuff. I I don't want to give too much away, but it it gets that weird, um, like definitely out of sequence time thing that is is much more fun. It plays out more like a thriller than anything because we're discovering what is true as
1: more and more is revealed. From Similar what that's he something in we'll talk about later because I think one of our movies today, the other movie we're talking about, Mogul Mowgli, mm-hmm. plays. Like yeah, a different you, kind of you genre. Don't, I'm not you don't spoil always it.
0: know what's going on in that movie. Um, Anthony Hopkins could always win. I I don't think he was transcendent enough to win this one. Mank's okay. Gary Oldman's really good in Mank. This is a movie I feel like the Academy's going to love, but I really don't think you should have a shot at I, Best Actor. I also I have not seen Mank. Yeah. but I feel like it's about the uh, the hollywood writer who wrote the script uh, he's like a crazy alcoholic on his deathbed basically wrote the script for
1: um citizen kane um i i want to say the pedigree around everyone involved Mm -hmm. in mank Mm -hmm. is probably doing some heavy lifting for mank this award season especially with the oscars it's a movie about old hollywood um the academy loves that shit uh
0: david i mean David Fincher's great. Yeah,
1: David he, Fincher, Gary Oldman doing a Hollywood-based period piece yeah. is Charles Dance It's just Oscar shit yeah. from top to bottom. It, it is a really good movie though. I think
0: it disappointed a lot of people. It's like slow-paced and like weirdly stylized and stuff. I do like it. Um, I don't know. There's just performances I like better. Um, my other kind of big pick, and I, I don't think I'm saying anything crazy, is Stephen Young and Minari. Um, incredible movie obviously everyone knows it by now the indie darling um, i think Stephen young's incredible
1: he's he's my sleeper pick mm-hmm.
0: um for, i don't i don't think else? riz is necessarily gonna win i really think it's gonna go to chadwick boseman i want riz ahmed um i'll be really happy if Stephen young wins as well all right um we don't need to do the whole thing through supporting
1: actor but leslie odom jr did you even watch that movie? Nope. But that's my pick. I would I would love to see it go to Paul Paul Racy. I'm getting ahead of Dan here. Yeah. I think uh or I think uh Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield will probably cannibalize votes yeah.
0: from that's, each other. That's tough too. And Daniel Kaluuya is my pick. Uh, I really want him to win. He's fucking. He's incredible. incredible. It, He's he does a better like sixties I guess um black guy in Chicago accent than like. American actors and he's a British actor. He's so good in this.
1: Oh, Honestly, everyone great. everyone in this act like uh actor in supporting role categories is just so Yeah. Amazing. I don't I don't like Sasha Baron Cohen that much in the trial of Chicago Seven. I don't really like that I would love movie, to see but... it go to Paul Racy. From yeah. Sound of Metal. I'd oh, be super I, happy with that one. I think he did such a good job, and we'll talk about um, that more
0: in a minute. Sa- but- Sound of Metal and Judas and the Black Messiah are two of my favorite movies of the year, for sure.
1: Um, one Night in Miami is just okay. A trial I, of Chicago 7 is just okay. I am 100%. At the time of this recording, I haven't watched it, but between now and with the Oscars, I'm going to watch Judas for sure. Oh, yeah, it's great. Um, it's like a kind of... It would otherwise be boring,
0: just like an Oscar season biopic, but it's a great story. told super well in in a like subgenre that i don't like just like an old-timey biopic for oscar bait is a fucking awesome movie i loved it uh actress in a leading role we got viola davis in ma rainey's black bottom andrew day in the united states vs. billy holiday vanessa kirby for pieces of a woman francis mcdormand in nomadland and carrie mulligan in promising young woman i'm waiting to see if nomadland is just gonna like sweep because um, it's awesome movie. People really like it. I have some issues with the movie itself. But Frances McDormand's always
1: incredible. She's one of my favorite. One of, one of the greatest living actresses. Um, I, I'm not familiar with Andrew Day or Vanessa Kirby. I think they're kind of like. United States were on on the Billie scene. Holiday
0: sucks. This is its only nomination. She in the leading role is amazing in what is a really shitty movie, I think. Yeah. Um, Viola Davis, it's surprising she's even up for leading role um she's incredible steals every scene she's in she's completely transformed as uh blues matriarch ma Rainey, but she's not in the
1: movie that much um it'll i i think Frances mcdormand the academy loves yeah. her uh pieces of a woman sucks don't
0: watch that movie watch the first 24 minutes of there's an incredible 24 minute wonder shot that opens the movie up like insanely beautifully. And it tricks you into thinking you're watching a good movie. And then the whole movie sucks after Like it goes like lifetime original movie tier. She's like pretty good in it. That's the only good thing about the movie is that one and then Vanessa Kirby's performance. But I watched the first 24 minutes of that movie until the title drops and then read the synopsis for the rest. It's okay. so it's like that bad. But I, my pick is Carrie Mulligan, promising young woman. I think she's incredible. I already love Carrie Mulligan.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna put. Some issues um, with that movie, but I'm gonna put uh, Francis Francis McDormand as my pick, and Andra Day Andra Day as my sleeper. Seems like an Oscar kind of Oscar Beatty movie mm-hmm. kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Um, actress in a supporting role, I'm picking Ye Jung Yun um, from Minari. Amanda Seyfried's awesome in Mank. Haven't seen Hillbilly Elegy.
1: Uh, Everybody's excited about the girl from Borat. I would. She's up for this. She's, be gonna, she won. she's gonna be my pick, yeah. just because I think I would love. To, I Maria would love to see Bakalova it,
0: for Borat too.
1: Yeah, I would love to see it go to Maria Bakalova. Not only because she's the funniest part of that movie. Oh yeah, she's in, she's great by a mile. Uh, I would also love to see a like a comedy like that. Yeah, absolutely. Win one of the more prestigious awards. Yeah, which Borat uh, did, Original but I, Borat. her Maria Bakalova or. Uh, Yu Jung Yoo Jung
0: Yoo Jung Yun. Yoo jung Yun. I'm not sure her name, but the grandma from
1: Minari she's yeah, incredible. Sorry.
0: Beautiful performance.
1: Uh give it just give us your pick real quick for animated feature film. Wolf Walkers. Wolf Walkers. By a country mile. I thought it was gonna be Seoul easily. Wolf Walkers is so fucking good. Yeah, I, I don't I don't really get the onward nom personally. Soul deserves it. I haven't seen the other ones. Uh, Shaun of the Sheep. Those the Wallace and Gromit people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember like the yeah, animation company the now. Called. They always get a nom. Probably Still just good.
0: The Shaun the Sheep movie was solid. All of their movies like are really good. good. The,
1: the animation is obviously Wolf, incredible. Wolf
0: is like I don't know where exactly I put it in my list. I think it's like a top five movie of the year for me right now. It's so fucking good. Go watch that immediately. Uh, it's Shaun Bean and then a bunch of other uh, British and Irish voice actors that I don't know. Um, but, oh man, it fucking rules It's about Ireland and magic and how the English are bad and there's wolves and stuff.
1: Man, it's great. Let's, um, let's skip down now, uh, to directing directing. Um, I've seen, I've only seen promising young woman and I don't think we've mentioned all of these movies worthy,
0: some amount already other than, um, I mean, the directing of promising young woman's awesome. Got issues more with the content of the movie than the direction. But anyway, I, that's not my pick. Anyway, the only movie we haven't talked about is Thomas Vinterberg for another round. Um, Danish movie starring Mads Mikkelsen, um, in which a group of high school teachers. Uh, decide to drink daily to maintain a 0.05 alcohol, um, blood alcohol content uh, to open up their minds and personalities. And it goes really wrong and then ends beautifully. Uh, great movie, um, well directed. All these movies, I think, are really well directed. Uh, Nomad Land is my pick, though. Um, there's a bunch of first time actors, um, like actual nomads, that Chloe Zhao gets incredible performances out of um in a way that just absolutely drew me into again a movie i had issues with kind of glorifies amazon a system that's uh actually oppressing uh, these people that it's the movie is glorifying but uh the the, just for francis mcdormand's virtuoso performance and all these first-time actor performances it's my pick easy
1: yeah shot shot in the dark here for me uh i'm just gonna say lee isaac chung for minari love it i would love i think there's that's that's definitely my number two um again david fincher is just lurking there with his hollywood period Mm -hmm. piece just waiting to gobble it all up his his now dead father wrote
0: uh the the base for the screenplay for mank and then he directed his father's vision so it's like a beautiful little nod that i think might get it more wins than maybe
1: it deserves uh, I would love to see it either go to Lee Isaac Chung or uh, the two uh, women nominated Chloe Zhao for Nomadland or Emerald Fennel for Promising Young Woman. Even yeah, though I do. didn't vibe with Promising Young Woman yeah. much, I thought it was good. Not yeah, great. The, uh,
0: yeah, the directing is awesome, though, I think.
1: Uh, and then we'll skip some of this
0: stuff. Documentary feature. Drop it real quick. Crip Camp. Love it. Got a little camp in uh, up by uh, uh, Woodstock, New York for... Um, they said crippled people, so I'm just going to say it because it's the movie's own words. Um, but then it turns into like uh, the story of the struggle for rights for um, handicapped people, um, and it really surprised me. It was great. And let's just go right to the big one. Best picture. Best picture. I, oof. It's a fucking tough one, man. There's some really good movies this year. i I just like to say, I mean, everybody says it's a slow year for movies. My letterboxd list of my top 20 movies of 2020 now only has four stars and higher on it. Um, And I've got some four-star movies that don't even make the list. I think it's a great year for movies. There's some phenomenal movies out there. Uh, My personal
1: favorite movie of the year was uh, Sound of Metal from the nominees. Today. Real quick, the nominees are The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal and The Trial of the Chicago 7. Yep. Uh, we've talked Trial about The Trial of the Chicago 7 right That shit ain't winning. I don't think Mank's
0: winning. Um I hope Promising Young Woman does not win. Uh I'd be really I happy. would be shocked I would if Promising Young really Woman. I'd be really happy won. if I don't think the father's going to win either. I'd be really happy with Jews and the black Messiah. I'd be super, super happy for Minari. I don't really think it's going to win best picture, but I really hope sound of metal wins. Um, we didn't mention that, uh, um, Riz Ahmed, uh, is the first Muslim man, uh, nominated for best actor for an Academy award, which is awesome. Um, yeah, incredible. Sound of Metal insane gets that it's only happening they get, now in they 2020. Just, it's insane. They Sound of Metal just gets the award for sound. I think. Oh they, yeah, they're, the sound, they're, like, they're up for the Oscar for production. sound design.
1: They I, they have to get it. Um, it's I, so I, good. Yeah, I watched it on. This is something. I'll give this little moment now uh i meant to you had mentioned to me watch this with headphones and i said okay i'm gonna because i'm gonna watch it at work where i've I've got a bunch of time on the weekends it's slow i can have it on kind of do all my work have it on and like watch it um and like actually pay attention to it even though i'm at work um and i meant to bring parrot earbuds with me left them damn so watched it just with my laptop speakers still Sounded incredible, incredible. Yeah, I
0: watched it the first time just normally sitting on my couch watching from my TV. I watched it again today to prepare for the podcast. I watched it with headphones this time, it was awesome. Um, makes it even more effective.
1: I think Greyhound I has it a it cha- Greyhound does have a chance there just because war movie sound design. The, the
0: sound design is
1: good in that movie, and just you, you got movie, big, the big explosions and stuff. And it's like a that's, boring stinker. Of that's the movie. always fun for the almost Academy. nothing happens
0: in that movie besides um they're fighting german submarines and still all the parts where they're not actively fighting the submarines is so boring and shitty. Uh Sound of Metal has to win. I don't oh, I, I I love the movie.
1: Yeah, I w- I would love to see Sound of Metal win best picture. I am going to take a flyer and say that it is going to go to Judas and the Black Messiah with Trial of the Chicago 7 as a sleeper. Yeah. I think with everything that has been going on both of those movies are very timely. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think Minari in the same way. Minari, I mean, yes. I just don't know if it has the same buzz to go along with it. Yeah. Um, I think it's a better movie, too. Minari's but Definitely in
0: the trial of Chicago 7. That movie sucks. Uh, but
1: yeah, I'm going to say Judas bull- and the Black Bullshit Messiah.
0: propaganda, misrepresenting leftist movements as liberal jacking off. Biz uh, did that movie. Uh, Sacha Baron Cohen just does his normal voice. I don't really know why he's up for in acting award. (laughs) He still just sounds like him. (laughs) Um oh man, there's good stuff about that movie. It really pissed me off though. Max, those are our Oscar picks. All the stars were here. Now where do they go? They keep shining, I guess. They just they're there. They're uh I think they're
1: inside all of us. Mm -hmm. You wanna get into our movies? Let's get into our movies. Um why don't you we'll start with Mogul Mowgli. So why don't you go ahead and summarize uh you did that one sound of metal for us though oh oh oh!
0: <laughs> i get it <laughs> sound of metal okay we've talked about it a bit uh 2020 uh officially released overseas 2019 uh didn't get a u.s streaming release until 2020 uh directed by darius martyr starring riz ahmed olivia cook and paul racy you say his name racy I've been saying Racy. I I think it's Paul Racy. Paul, I apologize if I'm saying your name wrong. Uh, Ruben, played by Riz Ahmed, is a drummer in a metal band with his girlfriend Lou, played by Olivia Cooke. Suddenly, his hearing vanishes. Because of this new problem, combined with his history of addiction, they check him into a rehabilitative program for deaf addicts, led by Joe, played by Paul Racy. He's brought to a school to learn sign language and given the daily assignment to sit quietly and write in solitude. Joe offers Reuben the opportunity to work at the facility and stay there permanently. Instead, Ruben sells his belongings to pay for surgery to restore his hearing. When he shows Joe what he's done, Joe insists he must leave immediately because deafness is not an illness to be cured. Uh, Reuben flies to Paris where Lou is staying with her father. Uh, he realizes she has found happiness in his absence and that his implants will never allow him to be a musician again. He leaves without a word and silently takes his implants out on a park bench. Credits roll. I uh, couldn't find the budget. I couldn't find the budget for Mogul Mogli right now. I'll, no. get, I'll get that out of the way, too. No, um... Internationally, only grossed hundred and two thousand dollars. Made almost all that money, I think, in Poland. is It was only released in like Poland and Asia in actual theaters. Um, I think box office is going to be a little skewed
1: for this is is, is, for Sound of Metal specifically.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Sound of Metal is uh, Amazon. It was an Amazon movie, so it just
1: goes straight to Prime. And you know, they put movies out in the theaters and stuff, but with quarantines around the world and all that stuff, it going straight to Prime as yeah. one of their movies yeah i don't know how much the
0: movie actually made how that works like what amazon's got to pay somebody for it don't know how any of that they've works they've got so. some
1: sort of metric that tells them how many people are coming to just like subscribe and just to watch that I, and I guess, what they make yeah. off of it i don't know it's all way above our pay grades oh absolutely here in california um, where we here, do live and work right here dude oh my god dude. i just
0: uh i was driving on the sunset strip earlier and then um i went to hollywood boulevard and uh Uh, I took the 101, uh, and uh, they just love naming streets in L.A. Um, Sound of Metal has a 97 uh, critical and 91 uh, fan rating on Rotten Tomatoes, 82 Metacritic score, um, 7.9 user score on Metacritic. Weird, kind of fantastic. Rotten Tomatoes, quite a bit better, I don't know
1: why. We what got, else we got buddy we also have i guess we should say both these movies are about uh musicians who are coming to terms with uh a diagnosis of some sort of degenerative illness or some sort of serious uh degenerative right. issue it's just a sudden uh, debilitating illness
0: uh the- is there anything else similar about these musicians
1: yeah the kicker is they're both played by riz ahmed riz ahmed stars in both the guy these just movies. decided i'm gonna make the same movie twice <laughs> uh and something that we talked about i think prior to this and i couldn't find anything definitive but i think i do have an answer was whether or not since these are both kind of like indie movies if they had been shot kind of kept in the can and then if his uh work on one or the other informed taking sure the other film they seemed to be in production and entirely at the same time, so I'm not sure. But Sound of Metal, I think, did start filming earlier. Yeah. Than, uh, Mogul Mowgli. Mogul Mowgli is definitely, definitively more independent, oh, low very, budget very, thing. Very much so. It takes place on like three locations. You and, said you couldn't find the budget. Uh, for I that could not one one find either. the budget. Yeah. They, uh, they both
0: definitely sound of metal doesn't feel like a super indie low budget movie but it's definitely not like a big budget movie and it had amazon Whereas, money uh, behind yeah, it mogul
1: mogli um definitely feels like a very low budget yeah. indie. uh mogul Mowgli from 2020 directed by basam Tariq, uh starring riz ahmed anya Vasan, and ayasha hart um Rapper Zed, played by Riz Ahmed, is about to embark on the biggest tour of his career, but before he does, decides to go visit his parents uh, in London at the urging of his girlfriend, Bina, Aisha Hart. Uh, While home, he navigates the waters of dealing with his more traditional Pakistani family, and one evening, while visiting the neighborhood mosque with his father, Zed is confronted by a fan outside who mistakes him for a rival rapper. The encounter turns physical and Zed collapses with severe pain in his legs. At the hospital, Zed is diagnosed with an autoimmune disease and told that his body will begin to fail and his muscle will degenerate. Presented with the option of receiving experimental stem cell infusions, Zed begins to grapple with not only the rapid loss of function in his legs, but his career as well as rival rapper RPG steps into his place. His father pressures Zed into finding alternative natural solutions to the issue instead of receiving the stem cells because they will most likely leave Zed sterile. Plagued with visions of his childhood and the impending lo- total loss of his dreams, Zed decides to get the treatment, which returns function in his leg and Zed and his father while listening to RPG's version of a song Zed wrote uh, Bond while Zed takes a big shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got a 96 uh, critic score on Rotten Tomatoes to go with a 67 uh, audience. Uh, it sits at 64 on Metacritic. Uh, Like I said before, I couldn't find the budget, but (laughs) one of the weird things about this movie is every single time I've looked, it was released initially in Russia until being released in the UK this year. Hmm. Uh, You can pretty much, uh, it's like super hard to find anywhere to watch. Uh, And it only made uh, $73,000 worldwide in the box office uh, approximately. Um, but yeah, we'll get right into just talking about mogul Mowgli and then mm-hmm. move on to sound of metal um I mentioned it earlier about um a, a film that sits within one genre but is shot like another one mm-hmm. you made mention uh i forget exactly what movie you were saying is shot uh the father uh plays out like a thriller despite some, right. like just you're running the middle mogul Mowgli, for most of its runtime is presented just like a straight-up psychological horror movie yeah absolutely so he starts to have these visions kind of all center around what seems like this one evening working at his dad's um i think they have like a curry restaurant yeah in uh london and they have a um like a musical act there where the the singer of or like the main like artist of this like band is wearing this floral headdress thing that is like a bunch of like I I don't know about Pakistani
0: yeah I don't know what to call it I looking at some other reviews and stuff it seems as if this is a significant uh cultural uh, garb of some sort. I don't know <laughs> the Yeah specifics I though. Should have maybe done more research into the Pakistani themes. Uh, yeah, I'm
1: not the- sure. I'm not sure what to call it, but it it is sort of like a headband that on the front has uh, strings of uh, flowers mm-hmm. coming off of it. There's like four on each side, but it completely covers. His face, He's except for his nose and his head mouth, head
0: the whole movie,
1: and then he just constantly sees visions of this guy. Like yeah. I think it all starts because he f- goes home and he finds one of his old cassettes that it was like he had recorded as a kid, like a mixtape he recorded as a kid. And uh, halfway through a song, it goes back to whatever cassette it was that he recorded over, and it's this record. It's this artist, and it's just the the so he, the picture of him with the little headdress on, and he just has visions of this guy throughout. The hospital, and just like all around him, and it's straight up shot like he's like in it is These are like out of body, movie. like psychedelic, yeah, like dissociative.
0: We don't really know. There's there's a lot of times where I can't parse, either purposefully, and I think used well. I can't tell what's actually happening, what's a vision of his, what's like where the time shifts. There's some really crazy cuts um like i didn't understand the cut at first he's on a phone call in an alley and it makes this really dramatic cut and it's over his father's shoulder in the restaurant and they've cut back to his childhood i, yeah. be- I believe um yeah but yeah. uh that i mean that all um intensifies um the uh the, the themes of the movie he's uh uh embracing his pakistani culture as a rapper um, mm-hmm. he's like a socially conscious rapper very uh opposed to uh RPG the other rapper who we we, was, get, we get a bit of his one of his songs called pussy fried chicken a,
1: a great little visual editing joke uh, uh Zed's manager and friend uh Vasim I think is the character's name uh played by Anya Vasan who's like his like Manager, best friend fills every role that he needs to be filled. Basically, <laughs> she's sitting on his hospital bed, being like, "Hey, uh, we had so we had to pay. They had to pay to get him as the opening act for this other rapper, which zed didn't know the worldwide tour that he's gonna go. On. Yeah, but uh, Vasim has basically gotten." The other rapper to agree to let RPG, who is another Middle Eastern, I don't know if they ever say that RPG. Is I believe he's Pakistani. Pakistani well, okay, yeah. he's another Pakistani rapper, uh, and they've agreed to let RPG be the opener, but not just basically at cost. They're saying like, "Oh, yeah, you just, paid us, just, just swap
0: him in, yeah, and we won't charge
1: you more or like whatever." So she's sitting on his bed being like, hey, you know, he's one of us, too. Like, he's rapping about the struggle. Like, he's talking. He's rapping about the same things. And just hard cut to uh, an RPG music video that we find out is uh, Zed, like, watching it on his phone. And he's like, it's black and white, just him staring dead at the camera with a bunch of crumbs on his face, just going, pussy fried chicken. Pussy fried chicken. chicken." Pussy fried chicken. And into, like, a whole thing. Because he's, like, a... He's, like an American trap rapper, yeah. He's kind like, of he's like the like, style. he's got
0: face tattoos and stuff. Uh, um, yeah, a, a, where a, a Takeshi where is, uh, 6 6'9, yeah,
1: where kind of rapper, where
0: Zed is uh serious, he's got uh socially conscious uh music, he's like rapping about what he perceives as the uh the immigrant struggle in a strange land. Um, so that's a big theme of the movie.
1: Um, One of the other the, visions Zed has after seeing the guy in the headdress is like he starts to like panic because I think the guy, uh, the headdress guy is kind of like got him like is holding him or they're like wrestling or something like yeah. that. Um, there's so much visual imagery to unpack that I am I not equipped I, yeah. <laughs> to do, but I understood like when, like right. I think I just made a note. It was just like, man, there's a lot to unpack here. Somebody else could someone who understands those themes a little bit better what we can take away from it is the themes of uh
0: being an immigrant trying to embrace and uplift your pakistani culture which then is uh even more so solidified when he has his medical diagnosis and his traditional pakistani parents don't want him to take this stem cell infusion fearing it can make him sterile they want to trust traditional medicine they want to do cupping and stuff yeah. they're, they're worried about him becoming sterile and starting a family they don't believe in i mean he's gonna freeze his sperm but they don't believe in that but, they think it's going to take away his manhood and stuff so <laughs> you're, you're kind of stuck in the same way um traditional versus a newer um uh, more scientific it, it mirrors his uh uh transition from yeah. traditional Pakistani culture to, to the melting pot that is uh Europe and America
1: which is something there's a but one of the visions he has is uh he's like wrestling with this guy and it's him and his, Uh, hospital gown and he's wrestling Mm -hmm. a guy so it's like you know he's wrestling with the diagnosis Mm -hmm. literally grappling with physical therapy Mm -hmm. but then he looks down and RPG is literally biting his thigh where kind of like the source of the pain is like coming from so it's like RPG is like taking a bite out of his career nipping mm-hmm. at his heels like oh there's just so much going on so, there
0: some of the metaphors
1: are a little heavy-handed yeah a little <laughs> bit
0: but it it is fun. but it, it's they're there and that's good and
1: there's so much berating you too that if they were more subtle i might miss some stuff yeah um but earlier on like you mentioned about um sort of uh zed is ultimately kind of taking his own or like finding his own way his own path uh it's mentioned they had there's a scene where they're have they're they're breaking their fast in the evening the whole family is there, cousins like i think it's like the dad's brother and then yeah, zed's cousin and the, who are really younger really and they're talking they're giving zed a bunch of crap for essentially changing his name from instead of going by Zahir, mm-hmm. which is his um like name given at birth him. yeah uh he goes by zed and Zed's cousin is telling him, is like, no, that's the name like they gave you. Mm-hmm. That's a name they they've given you to get take power over you, sort of thing. Like you were Zahir, here, you're not Zed. And Zed's response is basically like, No, but I've taken that. Like they may have given it to me, but I've embraced it and taken it and turned it to my own use as a rapper and <laughs> like kind of thing. So that that's just a big uh part of just the movie in general, like you said um there is a scene in that is just one of the saddest i think i saw i saw somebody else's review on letterboxd was just like this movie has the saddest scene shot in a sperm bank of all time oh my god yeah it is so rough rough. he calls
0: his ex-girlfriend from america
1: they break up like
0: right before he leaves yeah um yeah they're having like a fight at the show whatever and he's gonna go back to london to stay with his family and start the tour and they break up then he kind of still Is acting like she's his girlfriend, but she's calling herself his ex-girlfriend, definitely. But he's trying to FaceTime her while he's at the sperm bank to get her. So he'll be sterile from the procedure, possibly. So he needs to freeze sperm ahead of time. But in his, like, decrepit state, I mean, I assume he's going to have a hard time pulling his bud. Um calls her, uh, th- th- tries to convince her to, like, be naked for him to jack off. On and then face they get tie, yeah. He hadn't even told her about his disorder yet, so she just has no idea what's going She's, on. She's, like, out with friends because she yeah. still lives in New York. Yeah. Uh, just this
1: insane scene. Very just, like, gut-wrenching. Uh, he ends up just spitting in the cup. It yeah, th- decides, I'm not even going to freeze my sperm. I'm getting the procedure done, like, which was ultimately, like, just... I had to have been just like for the character we don't necessarily see it but like that's just after that he gets a procedure he's able to walk like he's seeming like just a very procedure works it's great yeah just a very freeing moment for him we don't we don't know necessarily
0: if it did make him sterile either
1: no it kind of like i said i mentioned it in the thing the the final thing is that uh over and over the course of the entire movie his manager is kind of goading him to be like no like you need to let rpg go on this and it's like it's presented the tour starting in like a week and a half and he technically leaves the hospital i think around the time that the tour would start so he's only there for like a week week and a half but his manager's just like you need to give up your spot on the tour you need to i'm now rpg's manager also can we have that song you wrote right she's trying to pay him f- she's already kind of
0: decided his career is probably yeah which is he needs to look out for himself by selling his songs you can make a lot of money by selling songs he's written for rpg
1: and so at the end of the movie talking about the big shit scene yeah, yeah at the end of the movie uh zed is on the toilet And his dad's kind of just checking on him because they don't like there's a scene earlier where he can't stand up Mm -hmm. off. Like he can't get off the toilet on him on his own. So his dad's like checking on him and his song that he has apparently decided to give to RPG comes on the radio. And earlier in the movie, we know his mom likes to listen to the rap station so that she can hear some of his songs. They play my son's songs. Yeah. And she's very very proud. It's very cute. The mom, the mother character, uh, which I couldn't, I don't know the name of the actress off the top of my head um then why even bring it up yeah i don't know <laughs> some would say <laughs> it's a good point uh she's so cute and the, she does a great time both of his parents are great i love everyone in the movie does a really good job at yeah. all of their like individual roles uh but yeah she likes to listen to the radio to hear some some of her songs son's music the song zed sold to rpg comes on the thing and Zed's saying shut it off and the mom's like no this is my son's song yeah uh And Zed kind of starts quietly rapping along to it because it's his lyrics. The dad starts kind of quietly rapping along to it, which Zed notices, and he tells him, no, you're off time. So then it becomes this like very thick where they're like now together. Then Zed stands up off the toilet without pulling up his pants, just absolutely hanging brain, rapping. Just had taken a big infusion laced <laughs> shit he's like yeah his infusions got my guts all fucked up yeah and uh it's just him and his dad basically rapping the hook yeah back and forth at each other just screaming like ad lib basically at each other and um and then like it kind of like that's the final scene in the movie it kind of the dad leaves they embrace it's a very sort of cathartic moment for the two of them mm-hmm. and zed kind of is goes back to quietly rapping to himself in the mirror uh and a little smile Mm-hmm. comes on his face so you know he's gonna be all right yeah um Probably keep
0: rapping i don't know go try to get his career back i don't know yeah. maybe just in
1: i don't i don't know what else he would do i think one final Just we're speak. supposed to know that far yeah. past the movie but we know that he's fine he's he's embraced he's happy his he's own embraced, way yeah. he's not, not quite the ending we get in the other movie. not <laughs> quite <laughs> i think they're both it comes very to a uplifting. sense of understanding. I think um, they're both very uplifting and, but both movies tackle the same stuff in a kind of different way. Right. Um, sound of metal. You sit in moments a lot longer Absolutely. with the character where mogul Mowgli kind of, uh, moves along a at it, like, a better movie. pace. It's only yeah. like 87 minutes, I think. And sound of metal is a little, just yeah, over it's, two it's hours, two, about two hours. Um, one other, like, final comment on Mogul Mowgli is uh, I thought the character of RPG, the, like, the actual the, the one, like, the one little visual gag, but then he has another scene to come in and actually be so, like a. Such a weird. A scene. comic relief character. Yeah, he's. And he's a good. It's good. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He, He's trying to convince Zed, say, like, oh, you know, we're one and the same, like basically saying, like, the first rap song I ever learned was one of yours. Mm-hmm. Like saying, Without you, there is no me. Right. And he just keeps giving other examples. Just and insane in, examples of cause and effect. The final one, he makes his way with from down also from with no Zed, there is no RPG to seven degrees of separation to with no apartheid, there is no Nando's. Right he's like i love that nando's chicken dude
0: if there was no 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 nando's chicken yeah i literally just have a note that says no apartheid no nando's chicken and it's It's a funny scene it is it's comical and like i mean that's the point that solidifies like he doesn't have a chance of getting to this tour like his career is probably over and nearing its end um yeah, and somehow we get levity in this yeah. sad, tragic way.
1: It's just like, fuck that guy. Man. <laughs> Fucking pussy, <pride> chicken guy. <laughs> uh, all the music in the there's a couple, they show a couple of songs, uh, with Riz Ahmed. Riz Ahmed actually is a rapper, mm-hmm. he's had like a music career before acting or around the same time he started acting. He co wrote the movie, um. So I'm sure some of these are songs that either he's actually written or maybe they're just his own songs. I couldn't find a definitive yeah, answer sure. There's anymore. not a lot
0: about this movie, no. just
1: like accessible. I don't think this is a big movie that a lot of people have really seen. But the, like I thought all the music was really good. <laughs> um, there's a couple of scenes where just like Riz Ahmed is just kind of like uh, like rapping acapella, sort of like testing out new bars and stuff like that. That yeah, were like, There's good. that scene
0: also where he's uh, he's got headphones on and he's rapping along to it and we don't hear the the music that he's listening to. We just hear him. Yeah. Over it. Stuff like that.
1: So like, I mean, very good movie.
0: I liked it. I a think lot. more people should see this movie. I don't, Absolutely. I, I mean, nobody else on my Letterboxed friends said like add any activity on this movie. I, it's not a movie I had heard about. I couldn't believe that it was on the list, uh, on the Wikipedia list of twin films.
1: And this I was mean, something that we've kind of like noticed after we had started watching, started the podcast. We noticed that there was a new one and that Riz Ahmed was in both of them. I'd already seen Sound of Metal at that point. And too. then Sound of Metal started getting nominated for Oscars. And we're like, yeah. okay, this is our Oscar episode. Like, mm-hmm. um, So, yeah, let's get into
0: it. Let's get into our Oscar movie. My <laughs> second favorite actual movie of 2020. Um, I've mentioned before, First
1: Cow is not nominated for and, anything. Uh, yeah. my, my favorite movie. So uh, my favorite uh, for all the awards. Sound I will of say. Metal on our scale our little uh these movies are like a 9 or okay, 10 yeah, okay yeah okay so
0: i agree with you but there's so much i mean the if you just take the movie of a british rapper who suddenly has an autoimmune disease and it's threatening to end his career and he's tackling His nationality. I think that's first and foremost, there's the physical struggle and then there's the struggle of uh, being a Pakistani person and what what that means in a new country. Oh my God, we didn't even touch on uh, the cuts to... um uh, his dad on the train escaping hiding behind dead
1: yeah. bodies and stuff well, that's, to, to escape that's pakistan. just more so there's all these videos yeah the those, shot. those are some of the crazy
0: visuals. he's in his mind he's where he's heard the story of his father hiding behind clothes
1: near dead bodies and stuff on a train to escape pakistan there's, there's about i mean total like runtime about 60 minutes of this entire movie is shot like a straight up psychological right. it's insane horror movie yeah. if these if very effective too. in a hospital visions if those visions were just ghosts of people that had died in the hospital this is a horror movie right like yeah
0: uh, d- absolutely <laughs> so just, I, none of that stuff happens in sound of metal the actual the way the stories are composed if you, if you just say uh a young musician is given a medical diagnosis that ends threatens to end their career and change their life They tackle that basic premise in very different ways. Very different ways. They are so high on the scale because they are both starring Riz Ahmed. <laughs> That's just what yeah. makes the movie so fucking similar. You, you can't it's get wild. away from it. Yeah, it's super mm. high on the scale. If it was any other actor, would not be this high on the scale, but it is super high on the scale. I I love Sound of Metal. I've I seen thought it, it was twice fantastic. now. Fantastic.
1: Um, so good, man. There was I think both one thing both of us have said about it, and other people have said it too, are just seeing like friends reviews on Letterbox. It's just like it is an in- insanely emotionally engaging movie i teared up three different times uh damn it worked multiple times yeah i I was absolutely sitting in my edit bay dorks i think that as also helped my thing we have like the edit bays we work in are semi soundproof so my my laptop speakers which are nice laptop speakers uh were helped by the fact that i was in a very sterile environment more yeah. or less uh but yeah I teared up three different times uh for different emotional reasons like yeah. when uh when lou basically says like has to say goodbye and uh, forces him so rough. yeah she she
0: like decides to get on she knows he needs help. He's just had a big outburst. He's talking about wanting to kill himself. Uh, she gets a plane ticket back to stay with her dad in France. Yeah. Um, is basically forcing him to go back to the rehabilitation facility. He just wants to continue their tour and like, well, fuck his
1: hearing, I guess. A, like, a what th- else are you going to do? A theme that know. comes up, because like you mentioned in the synopsis is like the uh, Ruben, Riz Ahmed's character Ruben has had problem with addiction in the past. Yeah. he was a heroin addict. Uh, primarily, he yeah, says he's, he's four years sober at the time um, of this movie. So, but around the same time he got sober is when he met Lou. Right. So a big theme of it is that he just traded his heroin addiction for an addiction to Lou. Relationship, their relationship to, music, to health, music, foods. going, yeah. uh, being on tour. They live in an RV together. Going on tour. Um, that's a big kind of crux of sort of our final thing. But I. Teared up when Lou left because <laughs> it's very hard they're both sincere so they're both yeah. clearly co-dependent, very codependent yeah. on each other um, they clearly care about each other a lot uh, yeah, he's, she's he's... got like a throwaway line of like what's your plan like I need I need I need a plan. I need more. A plan. I need he more says of a, plan. a couple of times. I need more from you, Lou. Yeah. Like, and she's. It's an incredible performance yeah.
0: by both of them. Is what really sells this. One there of are the some lines is... that, if they weren't performed so well, could feel yeah. very corny. Mm-hmm. Um, and they
1: don't because they're
0: acted. One from, of those lines be, being like, Riz Ahmed is incredible in this movie. He
1: throws in a line. There's a line thrown in there about. Uh, basically him saying you're not going to go stay with that guy Mm -hmm. so there's clearly been like other you know whatever it's just a very emotionally like rough scene yeah
0: knowing she was going to stay with her dad i didn't really understand that line but i'm just like what is i think but i think just because he
1: didn't know where she was going right um and they probably had some other thing but uh the another time i teared up was when uh he's clearly started to like come to terms with it there's a very amazing little scene it's like 30 second scene when uh when he's in the facility already when he's in yeah this tour, is he's yeah. this is when he's starting to come around he's it, like we things get a, are working we get a bunch of shots of him like having fun with the, with the kids. kids he's working stuff. he's oh, learning sign beautiful. language at a school for deaf kids yeah, and he's embraced it all there's like the one little kid he's because a lot of scenes you're sat like with ruben where you don't hear anything there's no audio at all yeah and one of those scenes which i thought was just very cute is uh ruben is sat at the the bottom of a slide and one of the kids is is at the top of the slide and they start drumming back and forth to each other feeling the vibrations of the metal slide i was like that is just so sweet fucking rules got the waterworks working and then the other time was um when joe when ruben tells joe that he got the surgery it's i think the best scene in the movie uh, I, just honestly, met and Paul Raci. I didn't know that Paul Racy was nominated for supporting actor. Yeah. I immediately thought he needed to be. From yeah. that, he is—he's so good in this. All three. He's of not it. a guy I know at all. Either. No. I. I. It's incredible. looked at his so IMDb
0: real quick. I didn't notice anything that he's.
1: But just seeing in, yeah. the like, basically, the disappointment of a father, right, on the face that. of Paul Racy, Joe, as he tell has to tell ruben that because he got the surgery he can't stay there anymore and joe he, wanted yeah, ruben to live with lo- them yeah he clearly has so much love for him he's so happy to see how far he's
0: come he knows this will be good for him he he thinks he succeeded in getting him to embrace that he is a deaf person it's not a disability you just can't hear um he's not worse because of it um but that scene um after like ruben's obviously upset that he can't stay there he just like gets up and like all right i'll clear out my room whatever and it just lingers on joe for a little bit longer and he just like gasps at the end it 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 just he's been
1: trying to hold it together in front of ruben and he he can't he has to be
0: strong for what he knows is the way it has to be for the good of everyone else in the house they can't see that he thinks of the disability that needs to be cured um yeah he just like the the scene just lingers on him silently for a little longer after Ruben leaves the scene he just lets out a little sigh and it's fucking perfect
1: and it's yeah. so good that's
0: my personal favorite scene in the movie I think is that one um, it's
1: it's phenomenal there's so much of that we talked not too long ago actually weirdly enough uh, I think it came up when we were talking about Monster Hunter during a what you've been watching of movies that introduce you to a world and just let you sit in it yeah. along with those characters. And that's the sound of metal from. I mean, so, so effectively forces you to sit with the characters, the way sound
0: is used in this movie. That's, yeah. I mean, that's why I think this has to win the be- the, the sound, design, the sound design, one, yeah. design Oscar. Absolutely. I mean, we, they, we take away his hearing. Um, we'll, we'll lose it and gain it with him at certain points there's times where there's complete silence uh after his procedure is finished before the implants are activated he's living in complete silence for four weeks um it it takes away his any hearing he had left to then replace it with the hearing he's going to gain from the implants um there's uh it, in that first scene where he's he wakes up and is coming to terms with having... Like, he's realizing that something's fucked up. He doesn't even know what's up yet. He hasn't gone to the doctor or anything. And Just he's, like, making smoothies panic. and whatever. And, like, you can just feel the kind of vibration of the smoothie machine of the blender more than you can hear the sound in the way that he would be hearing well, it. Well, and he's like got the shower on and you can kind of feel that like lingering the, vibration. The fantastic sound. part
1: about that is that it's just juxtaposed completely with, I think the, the film opens with a performance of theirs. It does. Yeah. Then the scene after the performance is uh Ruben is apparently an early riser lou is not so it's he wakes up he makes a smoothie straight from it's an amazing cut it
0: goes straight from him on the drums the show's ending there's just a bunch of uh reverb reverb and feedback and stuff cuts directly to him waking up in completely silent trailer and starting his daily routine so
1: it's a very quiet scene but we hear there's so much focus on hearing birds outside Mm -hmm the smooth little ambient he he makes coffee so you hear the percolation it's close-up of the coffee makes a percolation he does his little like he does some push-ups you can hear him breathing you are forced to focus on every single minute sound and then when he wakes up and he can't hear anything it's the exact same scenes with nothing yeah as he just gets more and more panicked Mm -hmm. which is just another scene that i'm just absolutely crushes. He's, I mean, acting with
0: just his face and specifically with his eyes, he's fucking incredible. I wrote down watching Mogul Mowgli after I'd already seen sound of metal before. And then I watched it again. twice total but once after i watched mogul Mowgli. in between um i wrote down riz goaded at uh receiving medical diagnoses he doesn't understand just there's so many times when he's talking to the guy at the pharmacy and the guy's trying to explain that he needs to go to a doctor and you just see there's such a sense of like yearning like he's got so much uh pent up anxiety and whatnot and it's just all coming through the way he uses Mm -hmm. his body like the amount of acting he does without speaking at all is fucking
1: incredible in this movie and then that whole first act though is so uh great at showing those little juxtapositions because like right after uh like uh ruben is able to get lou up we have uh this kind of like little semi montage thing of them driving to the next town. Oh, their conversations are great. Great. It's I so what it, I, I wrote it, down man. one of them. Oh, yeah, they're talking about uh what meatloaf won't do.
0: Yeah. It's A- anal.
1: anal. If yeah. anybody doesn't know, it's anal. He <laughs> it's, won't do anal. They're just having dumb little conversations. It's, it's great it's little great. like road trip things, but then we're given that same scene after they talk to like their manager who tells them about Joe's like facility and his like thing. That is another his, road trip. I scene. believe that's his AA sponsor.
0: I don't okay. think that's a manager, anything like that. Okay. Okay. I th- I, the, Hector, the guy they talked to, that puts him in touch with that facility.
1: I wasn't sure. I, They're not clear. Believe, who exactly it is. Yeah, that I just assume. I guess manager too. does make sense yeah. too.
0: But I, I definitely assumed it was his, uh or not a a, a uh, Narcotics Anonymous or whatever he's Yeah.
1: Seen. So just like we get the juxtaposition of the sound full morning scene and the soundless morning scene. It's another road trip scene that's just complete silence. They're not because he can't hear her. She's just as scared as he is about what this means for you them just, and what's going to happen to him.
0: Her just like worriedly looking at him while he's driving and stuff. It, but,
1: and we, there's a couple more that is just so good. The whole first act yeah. that there's a lot of that back and forth. Um, that is just they, perfect.
0: They, they stop using that as much once he's in. um the organization that i called it a facility but whatever it is it's just kind of a house in the country yeah i wouldn't call it a halfway house or a halfway home it's some sort of like independent rehabilitative yeah it's i keep wanting to say facility it's not like it's a hospital it's a it's just kind of a place where a guy lives and like has people live with him to it's a live in support group for
1: people who have lost their hearing who and they specialize in people who are former addicts because Joe is a former alcoholic.
0: They're specifically uh, addicts who are deaf and they're part of an overall larger deaf community.
1: Yeah. They're kind of, Joe mentions they're, they're in a town that is a deaf community. Cause yeah, like you said, there's a school where uh, Ruben ends up going to learn sign language and he bonds with the kids a lot. And um, a lot of that stuff, we do get kind of scenes where, you're kind of, you're in Ruben basically mm-hmm. where you can't hear anything and then hard cut to wider shots mm-hmm. where you can hear all of the sound that happened. Yeah. The biggest example of yeah, that was like the dinner scene.
0: The way the camera works like that is great. The, the, the camera's following like what you're hearing as well. You're either in really tight with Ruben and hearing like he does, or you're just experiencing the scene and hearing the ambient noise, whether it's, I love when it's them having conversations and like somebody will just crack up um, and otherwise they're just silently signing and stuff, and then mm-hmm. every once in a while somebody will say the words alongside with what they're signing, but for the most part, it's silent. Um, two things of that stuff.
1: Another thing that, like, is like a similarity that I noticed is both films kind of have at least one specific scene, uh, as well as just kind of having it as like an underlying theme at some points, is of both characters at least have one scene where they are very concerned with um being able to continue their musical career specifically because they they feel the need to leave a legacy behind absolutely um which i thought that was just i mean picking that out is just a similarity between the two movies as well
0: while you're talking about a character from each movie yeah i think that's a perfect time for me to get into hottie of the week this week uh, okay. i nominate a character from each movie yeah uh i, I will think be I nominating uh from mogul mogli i'm going to nominate uh zed played by riz ahmed mm-hmm. uh and from the sound of metal i will be nominating ruben played by riz ahmed fantastic <laughs> um my winner this week <laughs> ruben played by riz ahmed
1: decidedly hotter than zed he's got yeah. a great he got a bunch physique. of, like, shitty stick-and-poke tattoos. My favorite uh, of which is just the words not even written in any sort of, like, actual line. Yeah, that not just lined says, up. Please kill me yeah. across his chest. Yeah. Pre-
0: yeah. <laughs> Pre- <laughs> Presumably, like, stick-and-poke did himself or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think um, he I think he does because there's a scene where he's drawing, like, a naked lady yeah. with one of the other yeah, women in they, the facility. Yeah, because she wants, like, he, a... He has, like, a, a vaguely...
0: um uh latinx friend at the facility played by chelsea who's, lee who's a lesbian i guess mm-hmm. um and he's at first i thought he
1: was just drawing her porno that's what i thought <laughs> too <laughs> she's like hey, i'm gonna love looking at that naked lady later they're talking about uh how much pubic hair he should yeah. give the drawing yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah um but uh, then yeah later they don't even mention it. i think he just says that it would look good as a tattoo or something and then later we see her bending over
1: to like get into a car or something and she just has that on her yeah, back yeah. left shoulder I, I also like that he's got like on his shoulder uh like just a pair of like whitey tighties mm-hmm. just really it doesn't even look like it's shaded in all, all or kinds
0: anything. of just like what you'd expect from guy drummer in a A, metal band ex addict just all kinds of yeah some are cool and some are so shitty and this is and
1: it's not just like a metal band they're like a noise yeah like metal band like a lot of reverb on everything just kind of like they're
0: just a two it's just the two of them guitar and drums playing drums she's playing guitar their band's name is black gammon uh weird name yeah (laughs) The, the song honestly we only really hear the one song that starts the movie off, and
1: it was honestly good. <laughs> I would listen to the fuck out of it. Absolutely. Man, there's, there's, I, while I was like thinking of it, and I can't like think of them off the top of my head just because I'm not good at that. But like while I was listening, I was just like, there's like four bands I listen to that just sound exactly like this. Mm-hmm. And please give me more. I tried to even see if uh it was like written by an actual like band or like it was supposed to. Be, and apparently it was, it, this project had started. F- with the drummer from Jucifer, um, about like a metal drummer who ruptures his ear drums mm-hmm. and then it kind of evolved. I don't know if it's necessarily based on anyone that he knew or based on him, but like Jucifer does appear in the movie as themselves. I think it's the band that they're kind of like, they're there's setting, a scene where they're like setting up their, yeah, they're setting merch. up, talking about sound checks and stuff. Um,
0: we haven't gotten into at all, kind of the third act of this movie. So he gets this crazy procedure
1: that he sells everything they had: his yeah. RV, the recording equipment, everything. His drum set. Money. It's like forty thousand dollars or something. He's got it was like to eighty. Get this. It's it's a lot of money. It's a lot of I mean, money. I mean,
0: at, at some point when you're just a struggling musician, is forty thousand or eighty? They're both seem like completely unattainable amounts of money. Out of but know, he
1: man. he literally sells every single yeah. possession he has except to, for to get some himself clothes. the procedure yeah
0: um, uh, once So we talked about the scene where he can no longer stay at the uh, rehabilitative place.
1: Because he's Um, he's telling Joe, I got the procedure. I got to go find Lou. I got to do all these things. And Joe says to him, you know what you sound like right now as an addict. Right. I don't know what you're going It doesn't make
0: sense to him because he's in in that moment because he's not focused on drugs, but he's addicted to something. He's asking Joe to borrow money so that he can buy the RV the RV RV and then he'll pay them back because Lou's dad is rich that's like yeah i mean it's fucking addict talk you're addicted to getting your girl back dan you triggered band. a segment
1: oh what do you got it's one of your own one of mine yeah that guy of the week oh shit has got to go to matthew amalric matthew who, amalric i don't uh know if that's exactly how you pronounce that's the guy his who's name. buying the rv uh no it's lou's dad
0: oh yeah oh yeah that guy rules uh
1: yeah he's in a ton of shit he's in uh grand budapest hotel Mm -hmm. he's cool quantum of solace the best daniel the worst daniel craig 007 movie um yeah matthew uh amalric i don't know if you had another that guy of the week but that's my that guy of the week i didn't have a strong one i was thinking
0: about skipping the segment um i wrote down tom kemp uh who plays the doctor who's telling him he's uh like going deaf doing the um uh the like hearing test on him um he's in some stuff he's mostly
1: a tv actor he's in nypd blue you'd recognize him um i did know bill thorpe who plays the guy who does play the rv like you mentioned mm -hmm. low number of acting credits but i definitely recognized him and he's much more of a like i am a bit guy like he's in mystic river as neighbor at barricade yeah almost all of his roles are that kind of thing but like i've seen him in other stuff um yeah, there's a couple of guys in these.
0: No real guys that I recognize in Mogul Matthew Malibu. Amalric, that guy of the week. Um, congratulations. Uh you stand with Riz Ahmed uh playing Ruben as Hottie of the Week. You uh certificates are in the mail. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, he's kicked out, he gets his vision his vision, Jesus. Vision's fine. Uh, Gets his hearing... No problem uh, with the vision at any point. (laughs) It would suck if there was. Uh, Gets his uh, hearing activated. Um, It does not sound like what he expected. Yeah, he's clearly taken aback by how... It's... Because they they kind of explain at this point, they don't explain... He seems to think he's just going to get his hearing back, which I assume in his... Like addiction fueled personality just wasn't listening when they explained, uh, or wasn't hearing it oh. physically. Um, that uh, this is not going to be normal hearing. It's uh, implants tricking his brain into. Yeah, it's a cochlear hearing. implant. Yeah. It
1: bypasses your eardrum to send the vibrations basically directly to the brain it, to trick your brain into thinking yeah. that. You're There's all
0: these scratches constantly. It it sounds like, and we're forced to hear this horrible sound with him. Like it becomes the way much of the rest of the movie, uh, the sound happens. Um, it's like like tinny and blown out. It probably sounds like our. Uh, horribly recorded episode (laughs) um it sounds like the lost episode Um, there's this one of my favorite uses of sound in the movie um that i just didn't want to skip to the third act yet um uh he goes he's got the procedures all done he goes to paris to find lou he's at their dad's house they're having a party that night um so he comes out during the party um Lou's dad is playing piano and has Lou sing a song and we're just hearing the song and everyone's staring, having a grand time and it slowly fades into the way he's hearing it through his implants. It starts out, we're just hearing it as it happens and it slowly fades into the way he's hearing it. And it's more of that just incredible, like just in his eyes and face the way he's acting because I'm like, I feel like I'm with him and that's the moment when he's realizing Oh, I can't perceive music anymore. I can't be a musician anymore. Like my dream's to go back and get the years. I'm never gonna be able to go back and like restart the band, uh, presumably. Yeah. Um so he comes to that understanding, then talking with Lou realizes that like she's stressed again. She's like scratching herself and stuff because he wants to get
1: their lives going again. One of the first things he mentioned, because she's clearly like that, but like she scratches herself when they're like together as just like a nervous response. There's like a bunch of things like they he starts talking about getting the band back together and she immediately is like her like throat closes up. She like needs a glass of water. She like freaks out. They're both real and. He like you said he he realizes like oh shit like he no. realizes immediately he's got to walk. Joe away. is right. Joe is right. This is a codependent, a horribly codependent relationship that we have. We love each other very much, but this is not good for yeah, either she's, of us. She's found happiness without him. She's able to live in a and better he, way. He, he he. I think he says to her like, R- "Lou, it's okay." yeah she, he it's says all right,
0: he says it's okay a couple of times and and then
1: she he, realizes what's happening yeah and she's like why like, are you saying that yeah, why he's you like you
0: he saved my life like oh fuck
1: um so, uh, those two scenes are fantastic like incredible but the the party scene in general like before lou and her dad start playing um the song uh where he is kind of confronted with the like full force hit with what it's going to be like living with these cochlear implants was just as stressful to me as the scenes where he's losing his hearing for the first time. Absolutely. It's an incredible just way to come back at the same issue and have you feel the same emotional response that Ruben is clearly having <laughs> from a, the absolute opposite angle of it to which then the movie ends basically after he leaves, he tells Ru, uh, tells Lou it's Okay. It, he goes outside gets, and he goes to a park. He wakes up first thing in the morning. That was at night, so presumably
0: yeah. they just, just, just have one last night together or whatever. Um, so he
1: goes to a park and is just kind of like sitting with this just cacophony of these horrible noises that yeah, will we're, basically We're hearing in his yeah, implant style. Will be the rest of his life with <laughs> these like, sounds. And you get a nice little... one of the, One of the last things that Joe says to him, because Joe gives him this task... Of going to a room every day, and he, Joe says, "And I want you to sit. And when you get to a point where you can't sit, there will be a notebook. And when you feel like you can't sit anymore, I want you to start writing. Just write whatever. Just write whatever." Until, he says, "It doesn't until you're calm enough and can doesn't matter again. if it's spelled correctly. Doesn't matter what you write. Um, but write. And then, and the, when you can't write, sit. Right. Um. And so in their final conversation." Yeah.
0: You were gonna get to it. Uh,
1: I was gonna make sure you were. Yeah, this is great. In the their final conversation, like it's like literally one of the last things that Joe says. It might even be the last thing that Joe says. He says, "I wanna, I wanna ask you a question before you go." Out of all that time that I had you in my study, sitting and writing, how often or how many times? I think he says, "Did you ever?" Oh yeah, okay. Experience did you a moment of stillness? Yeah. Did you ever experience a moment of stillness? So now we have Ruben sitting on this park bench, just berated with—I'm going to use the word again because it's the most apt one—cacophony of noises mm-hmm. and this horrible digital kind of distorted sound. And he realizes he can't take it, or he gets fed up with it, dealing with a bunch of other stuff, and he disconnects it because they're like little magnetic yeah. kind of it, things, it like it takes on his the head. implants. So he takes off, the so he's the receivers hearing literally off. Literally nothing. And he's hearing literally nothing, and he's just sat in the stillness being still and just like mogul Mowgli, he gets you know a little smile i don't think he gets a little smile dude he looks i i
0: think i he looks fucking like broken to me like i i I I,
1: I took the ending like very sad uh, took it very opposite yeah i think it was real like finally like putting it all together
0: so hypothetical like what do you think is next for him i like He can't go back to the place he's found community. I
1: imagine that he would go back to Joe yeah. and kind of because if he doesn't have the things in then he doesn't have i mean the surgery is nothing um whether or not Joe takes him back, but I think he would go and do that and if i I think if he doesn't go back to Joe's community specifically, I believe that he would go and try and find something because there were moments of just absolute pure joy while he was like working with the kids and like doing that stuff and within that community um I, th- I think he still obviously has like a lot of growing and healing and coping and everything that comes with everything that's happened with him uh to go but i i think I think the movie to me was a very, like the ending was very uplifting, but yeah. he kind of, it clicked. It's, it finally I don't, clicked I don't, with him. I don't usually like to
0: speculate necessarily about what happens outside of a movie. I like to just Same. accept yeah. the text and not uh, try to look past it. I would just like to think of what the the, the artist has presented to me. But uh, yeah, just because I thought it was a sad ending. I don't know what, I don't know what's next for him. Honestly, I don't know if, <laughs> Increases the chance of relapse or harming himself or whatever, but uh, um, yeah, I definitely took it as ending on a. I'm gonna watch that very last scene again. Um, try to think about it as if it would be a still happy moment. Um,
1: Love this movie. <laughs> it's it, great. It's a great movie. It's, it's so good. It's just a great movie. Um, I think that wraps it up. Yep. For us, you got any? Final thing, anything you wanted to touch on that we kind of like moved past before you could say it or anything like no, that's that? Fine. All right. Um if we missed it, we missed it. It's next in week floor. we're watching Is this race movies. Nope. <laughs> oh shit. Those are after our next episode. <laughs> Was and our episode. next episode is the white house movies oh god those haven't come out yet that hasn't come <laughs> oh, out fuck. yet yeah we we kind of oh, got no. ourselves into a very weird pickle of for you guys well, you'll hear nothing but yeah. i don't even know why i'm telling you now i'm mm-hmm. gonna leave this in though we got ourselves into a weird kind of thing so we've already recorded next episode uh it's a, di- a very different energy white house
0: has fallen uh, or our white house, white house down, down and
1: olympus has fallen very uh, different energy for both of those movies the
0: worst one from this week mogul Mowgli, definitely the i mean a good movie
1: uh way better than either of those two pieces of shit (laughs) well kind of just like as like a little point um yeah those movies are fucking terrible it's luckily the point of the podcast isn't to say if the movies are good or not (laughs) well thank god um i think this episode though we made the comment i I believe it was in the hard target surviving the game episode where it was like that was the first episode where it's like oh we actually enjoyed both of these movies like relatively equally one is like better uh this is easily the best movie combo of anything we've covered yeah where it's just like both movies are very very good uh i mean one's nominated for best picture at the oscars the other one is very very good just got a very small release it was like a little indie movie um but yeah wow great films and next House week is will not, not great have, films i fun listening yes <laughs> anyway uh you can follow us on twitter uh at doubled feature instagram doubled feature our email address is doubled feature at gmail or doubled feature podcast sorry at email or gmail.com fuck Jesus. don't email us it's a little botched what are you fuck gonna that. email us thank <laughs> listen to the next episode we'll say the email again thank you ryan at ryan laser for our theme music uh read my web comic that i do with uh sam at hero institute he did our logo uh, webcomic is nerds day at nerds day uh, you can follow Dan and I individually on twitter and letterbox Dan is at Danny Jankum Danny Jankum at Danny Jankum uh, I am at Mac underscore dead uh, you know. anything else um, actually I say we just leave the people with a moment of stillness Double, at once. double feature. Double feature. Double feature. Double feature. Double feature. Double feature. the same Double feature. 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 Double feature.